Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. How you doing tonight? I hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday. I know I am. This is the Ike Live Christmas Special, all about giving during the holidays, and we've got tons and tons of prizes as a fan appreciation to all our listeners and viewers over the years. I want to introduce my co-host, as usual, the crust of the show, Mr. Pete Lizick. Pete, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Good to see Thanks you. Thanks for the applause, guys. Yes, everybody's <laughs> applauding you right now. Now, here's the thing, Pete. You, we just talked about, you know, you said you felt like you were a little underdressed for the occasion, but you are the real Santa Claus. I am? <laughs> you are the real Santa Claus. Well, I have gray beard working, I guess. I don't know. I mean, we're giving a lot of stuff away right, today. We are. Yes. And you're the dean of Bash University, so yeah. that makes you Santa Claus. Well, you know, I mean, that outfit is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, did you have that custom or? Oh, Becky found it. You know, Becky <laughs> finds stuff. I'll have to ask her who, who I'm wearing. <laughs> I don't know who I'm wearing. We'll have to ask her. Uh, we've got a great show in store for you tonight uh we have two very special guests from tackle warehouse here tonight we're going to introduce them in a second uh pete it's great because this is this show is all about giving it's about the holidays uh and tackle warehouse has been a big supporter of ike live for a lot of years to have them in studio tonight um we're going to hear the story of tackle warehouse we're going to talk a little bit about the vlog series which is awesome i'm glued to those things all the time uh, and we're going to get to to know these guys a little bit. It's going to be going to be pretty awesome. Can I I made a big order on Tackle Warehouse today for Christmas presents. Yes. Maybe we could talk to them about cutting that cutting it to get di- a discount. Yeah, getting a little discount. Well, we might be able to talk to them 50% about 50% maybe. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> but you know, this show is possible because of a lot of great companies that support the show. We want to thank them real quick. Of course, the presenting sponsor of Ike Live, Mystery Tackle Box. Uh, that box comes to your doorstep once a month. It's like Christmas to your doorstep. Check out mysterytacklebox.com. Uh, you know, the other thing I want to tell you, Pete, is we're brought to you by Flambo. Flambo is the maker of great tackle storage systems, man. You use them. You now, love them. Now's the time. I'm doing it right now. Yes. I'm going through my tackle. Um, I'm cleaning out. I'm organizing. My tournaments start in, in a month. Getting rid of everything. Getting rid of the rust. Getting rid of the rust, getting, getting new tackles, getting new organization. Right. When you come at the end of the season, man, everything's right. in disarray. Yes. So all new flambeau. Yeah. All new storage. It's This is the time of year to do it. This time of year. By the way, we're giving away tons of flambeau stuff tonight. Go to flambeauoutdoors.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE. Get 20% off anything on the site, including decoys and stuff, if you're into that. Uh, also brought to you by Liquid Mayhem. We're going to tell a story a little later. Out on the Lake Perch Jerkin the other day, liquid mayhem was key, Pete. You know in the cold water. Yeah, drawing those perch in. Very key. Very, very key. Uh, go to liquidmayhem.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE25 for 25% off all the flavors. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Also brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. They're known as the Cadillac of kayaks, Pete. Did you know that? 
I I saw you riding one of the Cadillacs in the ad in Bassin Magazine. Yes. Just recently. Yes, the new Outback uh, by Hobie, man. Uh, if you haven't tried that one out, definitely want you to check it out. Go to HobieKayaks.com. Uh, also brought to you by TH Marine, the maker of great marine products from everything from a canoe to a biggie small shot, Pete. <laughs> Did you know that? And we're, we're giving away tons of TH stuff tonight. At your feet, Mike. Uh, what? Your other feet. Oh. What happened? Oh, I thought you were looking for products. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Look at this. <laughs> tons of TH product tonight. A G-Force handle. Uh, uh, lure keeper. Tackle tamer. All kinds of stuff. Beer holder. Uh, beer holder. Everything uh, given away tonight from TH Marine. Pete, brought to you, uh, Bash University supporter of Bike Live. You want to talk about BU? What's yeah, BU I mean, it's holidays right at Bash U. We gave away a ton of stuff on the last Bash University Live, and uh, we're going to be doing that a lot right now. We've got the stocking stuffer promotion going on. We're selling tickets like crazy for Bash University events, so that's really cool. We're going to be in Columbus, New Jersey, Tulsa, and we're going to be down in Alabama. So uh, any any orders, uh, you get a stocking stuffer with all kinds of lures. And anybody that subscribes to Bash U TV is going to get a uh, is going to get a Bash University hat, not like the one I'm wearing, but like the one BTC's wearing back there. Oh, okay. And uh, and that's going on right now. But the big news, the big news is we're going to be live on Thursday. We've been you know live on the water doing yes. live training. Yes. Uh, we've been here in the frozen tundra with you and and me. Uh, but we're taking a big trip. We're going down to Florida. We're going to be down with JT Kenny live. On uh, Thursday and Friday of this week, so check that out, guys. Um, I'm leaving tomorrow. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be live with JT talking MLF, trying to catch ten pounders, six pounders. Uh, maybe we should stay around here and catch Might seven pounders. Stay on the flats. We're gonna be talking about that later too. Uh, also brought to you by Real Snot. Uh, it's great stuff. You want longer casts, especially in the winter. Keep those guides free from ice. Go to realsnot.com. Traeger Grills, uh, man. If you've watched the Facebook Live tonight, we cook some amazing. Reindeer and deer meat tonight. <laughs> uh, I think it was Rudolph and who was the other one? Donner? Blitzen. 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 Blitzer. Blitz. Blister. Blister. Uh, we cook Blitzer tonight uh, on the Traeger. Go to TraegerGirls.com. They make a great product. Uh, also brought to you by Line Cutters. Man, Line, line Cutters got some great stuff, including the ring, the flat mount, and the new zipper pull. Go to LineCutters.com uh, and, and check them out. Uh, use the promo code IkeLiveRules. For 20% off. And last but not least, uh, Pete Glusick, a brand new supporter of Ike Live, uh, Wild Gear, right here. You're going to be seeing a lot from this company. Uh, Wild Gear uh, is a great uh, producer of coolers, uh, thermoses, cups, and uh, we're going to be doing some really cool stuff with Wild Gear. So very, very uh, happy to have them supporting the show. Happy holidays to Wild Gear. Brian Carpenter, I, uh, yeah. I, I'd like to get this intro out of the way and get back because we've got a great show for you tonight. Yes, yes, yes. We've got Tackle Warehouse guys in the house. We're going to be giving away tons of stuff. And, Pete, of course, we've got some very special games lined up tonight I'm, because it's I'm, Christmas. I'm int- I, I know you guys are going to shock me with these games, but I'm looking forward to it. Okay. You should be. Hang in there with us. <laughs> when we stage. come back, <laughs> we're going to intro the room, and we're going to get started on the Ike Live Christmas special. Come on. Let's go. Warning! The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, 
please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Bike Live. is this foolishness how many dreams can you shape in a minute an hour the kind of clean you like best lost three of my teeth too all right so you lost next time you win steaming hot hearty delicious invigorating at home folks at home how you doing tonight hope you're having a wonderful evening i know we are welcome to the ike live christmas special joining me to my right the co-host of the show the one and only santa claus pete Lusick. <laughs> pete how you doing i'm doing good merry christmas everybody good to see you uh, good this, to see you th- this is an exciting show for me because a lot of shows we we have three or four different guests and it, it's very hectic. Mm-hmm. But tonight, I love the premise of the show, Pete. We've got two amazing guys from Tackle Warehouse with us. We're going to be talking about TW, the story. We're going to be talking about their vlogs. And then the rest of the show is dedicated to the fans and viewers of Ike Live, Pete. That's awesome. I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, to be able to connect with the people that have been watching us. I, I see them everywhere. Everywhere I go, everybody says, the crux. <laughs> the crux. Right. I hear it echoing across lakes. Yes. You know, yes. there's nobody else there, but I hear that. I hear that coming, and I appreciate all you guys watching. And we have a lot of fun doing the show, and I'm really looking forward to hanging out with everybody tonight. I, I got to tell you, this is a good time to open up to you. You know, like you have these AA meetings, and you sit down and you you open up to each other. I'm going to open up to you, Pete, and all the fans watching tonight. This has been an amazing experience, man, and I'm so glad you've been here with me the entire time sitting in that chair. It's been very, very fun. I, I really appreciate it, man. I, I'm i an old guy like you. I'm not as old as you because you, you, you were at the original Woodstock concert, so technically you are older. But, that's true. Uh, I had no idea what, what podcasting was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what this, this whole thing was about, and uh, we started this journey together with, with the rest of these guys. We're going to introduce them in a second, and it's been been a fucking blast, dude. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I appreciate it. I Well, I appreciate you saying that. And yeah. I, I appreciate uh, being here with you. I know when we first started this, I, I I, mean, you said come over to the house. I'm like, I don't know. Mike's got, I didn't know what you had going yeah. on. And, uh, I, and, it, and I was nervous, you know. I mean, <laughs> you put me in, you put me in the co-host yes. seat. And I'm like, yes. we're doing podcasts now. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm used to doing tape stuff yeah. or, or fishing, but, yeah. you know, this, I'll be. I mean, you stressed me out there for a little while, right? And it, but it was fun getting better and you know learning how to work with everybody in the yeah. studio. 
and uh, get better and better at it. And it's 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 been a blast, you know. It's been a blast. And here's the here's the great thing. Uh, everybody watching and listening right now, if you're listening live and watching live, or if you're gonna watch this or listen to this two months down the road, uh, as you're going to work or you're heading to a tournament, I want to I want to thank you, all of you, uh, men, women, children, whoever's watching. Thank you guys for supporting the show. It's been fun. It's been a great way to connect with you guys. And this is this is more of a natural connection with people mm-hmm. than than a lot of things we do, Pete. This is great to be able to field IMs and take calls and get people's comments and questions. It's a great way to connect with people. Wear crazy suits. <laughs> Who? Who's wearing some? <laughs> Who's that? Uh, let me continue with the introduction. I'm going to go a little out of order tonight because I want to save the best for last. In the booth tonight, pushing buttons, making plays back there. <laughs> We've got Brian the Carpenter producing the show tonight. We've got Miss Rebecca in the back looking fabulous, as usual, drinking wine. Shake it. And on (laughs) IMs tonight, we've got Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Fathead, a.k.a. Worf, a.k.a. Stormtrooper. Uh, One more. A.k.a. Oh, that was Squid Worthington in the back. Oh, yeah. oh Squid! <laughs> well, where I don't see. Oh, I thought there was another AKA. I was going to get to Eric. I actually thought that's what you meant. As no, well, that there was another AKA. There was. I, I thought you meant an AKA. Uh, also, Eric, the intern back there, and Eric, get a little closer. I know you're filming, but get a little closer so we can see your fresh new haircut right there. Look at that. Look at that. A lot of people very probably disappointed. The quaff is smaller. Sorry. And and his menudo mustache. And the menudo you might want to look mustache. at that. <laughs> Vegas Vegas saw that earlier on my face, and he goes, "Is that chocolate milk?" <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that is good because he noticed that I have facial hair, or it's bad because it looks like chocolate milk. I don't so, really know. That's get right. rid of it and embrace your young looks, dude. Don't don't be too quick to get the face hair. Dude, what? Do you know? Do, can you remember what it's like to get carded? I mean, Eric still gets carded when he goes to the bar. I can not get were... carded. Dude, when Pete got carded, they had paper licenses, dude. They weren't even laminated, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. Just threw you under the that's, bus, Pete. Well, it's true. It is what it is, man. It's true. But, I, I, hey, I, I love it now, though, because a lot of places you go, it's like mandatory carding. Yes. You know, so I... Oh, that's so stupid. Yeah, I always I always take that, embrace it. So, you know, I do still look young. Yeah. You, yeah, I, to think get you carded. I think you look young. You look like a young Santa Claus. Uh, and I told you I was going to save the, the <laughs> best most. for last, and I want to introduce the couch tonight. And, you know, this is awesome because a lot of times when you work, you have a sponsor or you work for a company, there's this strange, weird disconnect. You know, you, you work with a company, they're a 1,000 miles away, you get a contract, and you never hear from them. Uh, I've been working with Tackle Warehouse for years now, but the thing I love about Tackle Warehouse is the people that work for Tackle Warehouse are great people. They're great dudes. They're regular dudes. And and guys, I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna change it up a little bit. I want you to introduce yourself. Mike, start. Well, I'm Mike, and uh, I am co-video shooter here with uh, my buddy here. Yes. Daniel, Daniel Montiano. Merry Christmas, all the Ike Live viewers. And we appreciate your orders. Keep them coming. That's right. <laughs> Keep the orders coming. Uh, you said that all the guys at Tackle Warehouse are good guys, and and these guys are awesome. But I gotta say, I'm glad Corey's not here. You know, because <laughs> you know Corey's watching. Oh every, yeah, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every time you know, I gotta remember the time he he plastered me with travel oh! hooks on the side of my head. That's right. That's right. I know. So let's relive this real quick because we talked about it. Yeah, we both yeah, the other yeah. day. 
a few years back. <laughs> Love you, Corey. I, I, I want to say it was 2014. It was right after the Delaware yep. River Tournament. And the guys wanted to stick around for a little bit, right? You guys were like, man, yeah. gonna, let's fun fish for a day, right? So we, yeah, we came here. The timing was perfect because you had just won. And so uh, Corey and I and Jared Littner was here too. That's right. Jared we did here. a little uh, yeah. uh, co-vlog with you and him on Lake X. Yeah. And then after that, we went out on the river with you and Pete and mm-hmm. filmed a couple videos. We had a good day. We caught yeah. some studs that day, Pete. Yeah. Showed us some of your secrets. Yeah. That's right. And then, uh, yeah, then Pete took us out. On we the were fishing. Pete. Yeah, we were fishing for stripers that that one day. I think was that on the river though. Well, no, it was out on the flats. Okay. Uh, that well, where the incident occurred. Right. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, and. And I, I'm interested in your version of the story, which you well, remember, because I'm I, I just going to throw Corey right under the bus, but it yeah. might not have happened that way. <laughs> well, he might have a little bit different story to shift the blame towards you <laughs> a little shift bit. Shift the blame. But, uh, no, from what I remember, we were, I mean, having conversation, fishing, catching some, you know, like few pound striper on mm. top water, I believe, yep. like little spooks or something, and and then he asks you, I don't know how it came up, but he asked you, have you ever been hooked, you know, by one of your clients that you've taken out? And you're like, actually, no, I've been really thankful that that's never happened. I've never had to go in. And then, I crap you not, 10 minutes oh later. Oh, my God. The jinx. The jinx, man. fires one out and pretty Scalp much drops him. you. Like oh, you, the deck. Yeah. And sure enough, right down. I mean, it was, that was just a. Corey Spielberg moment right there. <laughs> and, and luckily, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we were able to get it out without having to go in, and you were yeah. able to continue the day. But and Well, it, it was because what was going on, Mike, is summer. It was stinking hot. You know the Delaware oh, yeah. tournament. It, it was August, right, I think? Yeah, it um, was mid-August. Yeah, and so it's, it's sweltering. The flats get tricky that time of year. So the only way that I could get them to bite out on the flats, stripers or bass or anything, was to make those bomb casts with <laughs> oh, yeah. the, with the top waters, yeah. right? So I'm, you know, I'm telling these guys and, and they're doing it and they're, you know, Corey's up in the front of the boat with me and he's coming out of the shoe, out of his shoes on every cast. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> oh, yeah. boom, he's firing yeah. that sucker as hard further, as he can. He fishes hard. Yeah. And, he fishes and, hard. And you needed to, right? Yeah. You needed to. So, but that, that was great for the fish catching. But not so much for the hooking in the head, uh, you know, because <laughs> because he, with all his force, yeah. with that with, with that bait, it was I think it was a walking bait of some yeah. kind. I can't remember which one it was. And yeah, it was a little maybe like a stick bait of some yeah. sort. I can't. It, it had three treble hooks on right? it, I think. And it whacked. He fired it, and it whacked me. And the way I, it put me on the ground. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, just... ah, I mean, it it. It would be like if somebody had a wiffle ball bat standing next to you, and they swung it as hard as they could and hit you in the temple. And that's what hurt because I didn't even feel the hooks, man. Like I I felt the bait slap my head. The weight of the bait and the momentum of the bait hit your scalp. And it dropped me. And And then you get the, like, after that happened, I'm down, I'm on the floor, and... And I'm like, I move my head, and you get that feeling, and you just know. Because as you move, you feel the lure shaking <laughs> yeah. on the side of your head. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, not only do I have a welt 
Yeah, you feel, <laughs> but now you I got, feel a little wet sometimes. Yeah, it's the blood dripping yeah. down. You feel a little moisture. You know you got those hooks in there. It's crazy. And let me let me remind everybody watching, this show is all about giving tonight. It's Christmas special. Uh, please, if you've got questions or comments, hit us up on the IM. Also, you can hit us up on our social feeds, at Ike Live Show. And, of course, we're going to be opening up the phone lines a lot tonight, Pete. Mm. Uh, but if you've got a question or comment about being hooked, if it's a good one, I am right now. We're giving away prizes. Dave Brozick, what do we got? I am is very active tonight already. Four things right off the bat. Mike, John Wayne wants to know, what was the first tournament you fished in? <laughs> first tournament I ever fished in? Yeah. Uh, John Wayne, uh, that's a great question. I'm, I'm going to say the first official tournament ever fished. Mananico. Mananico. With me. With Brian the Carpenter. There I, you have I it, folks. Really? Yes. Wait, I know what we were throwing first thing in the morning. What was it? Finesse fish. Finesse fish. Yes. Finesse fish. Lunker City finesse fish at the time. The Sluggo, the finesse fish. The, the Zoom Fluke wasn't even big yet. And we were fishing at, we had a really bad tournament. We, yes. We sucked. Yes. And most Fact. of the guys ran to the river and caught them. And we stayed in the lake system itself and didn't do very good. But you, Coleman Crawl Dad, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 18 years old. I'm going to give you a year as well. And I'm going to go ahead and say 1990. 1990. Let's give him a prize. Wow. John, John Wayne, send your stuff through. John Wayne, send your info in. You get a prize. Chad in Canada said, Pete, he knows your driver's license number. It is 00012. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That was Chad in Canada. That's, cool. uh, that's amazing. Brian, a, Brian Carpenter, I do want funny. you to chime in at some point. Have you ever been... Hooked or hit in the head no, by a fishing line? Yeah, by you. By me. The spinnerbait in the head on the Delaware. Yeah, like a three-quarter ounce. And yeah. Union Hog 147 is sick of Eric mentioning Binsky. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ain't stopping anytime soon. So you, know. <laughs> you know, I first fished my tournament. The first tournament was Mananico. How about that? Yeah. That wasn't one of the I, questions on the IM. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now it's good, though. There it comes. Sorry. Pete Live is hijacking the show. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike, Mike, we got to get an hourglass for when Pete starts to turn the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> Look, three hours late, the last of the sands are dripping down. Yeah. The sands of time. <laughs> no, hey, when your driver's license is 0012, you have That's a few right. privileges. <laughs> and I... I you know, Manico got a lot of attention in the 90s because you got to remember the New Jersey state record still for largemouth bass, still standing, mm -hmm. yeah. was caught, I want to say, in the early 80s out of this place. Yeah. And it weighed 10, 10, 13, yeah, 10, 14? 10, 15, I think. Okay. But you might be right. Yeah. High 10s. And, and nobody's, have you, are you surprised nobody's broken that record, Pete? I really am. I mean, because there was, after that was done, there were so many people that spent all their time trying to catch the next record and they right. would do it with live roach right. live shiners yeah. and man guy spent years just trophy hunting tim roach no pun intended uh, <laughs> spent a lot of time fishing roach <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he was one uh rich schneider and his crew back in the day yeah. even in the 70s looking they, for they it. were chasing that big one so yeah i, I am surprised because i and i know uh the dep um smith um Chris. Chris Smith is they've shocked up some big ones that they think might might potential. be the yeah the record yeah. setter. So do, do they I'm shock surprised. them and not weigh them? How, how's the potential? 
Uh, you know, I heard rumors that they shocked up state records, but I, I, I can't substantiate it. Okay. But but I, I've heard that the rumor mill that they've seen seen bigger ones. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised it's still yeah. hanging on. Eighty yeah. eighties. What's that? Thirty years? Forty years now? It's uh, a long time. It's a long time. Uh, it's a long time. Now here's the interesting, uh, guys. You're from the West Coast. Yep. You see, that's the interesting thing. I always like to get guys from different parts of the country. You see big ones all the time, wait out there. I mean. Yeah, I mean, actually, the biggest fish, trying to think, we saw a pretty big one in at Falcon Lake when we did a early vlog with Marty Stone, and then you caught a pretty big one at Sam Rayburn Sam Ray- last that time. Was ahead. If, that was that a head. That was a nine-pound class fish. Post-spawn, too. Post-spawn. Yeah, that, that was a giant, that too. That was ahead. Um, actually, California, where, where we've been yeah. recently, has been really tough. Tough. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Yeah, I mean, with the drought, a lot of the lakes went down, and yeah. this year they came. Uh, the last couple of years they came back up, so they're starting to stabilize a little bit. Yeah. There's some. Bi- I mean, there's some big ones being caught, but before the drought, that's when you saw a lot more of those big ones being yeah. caught. Yeah. I mean, the Santa Margarita Lake, which is one of our uh, home lakes, back right, like half an hour from Tackle Warehouse, kicks out. Some big ones. Uh, Jeff Hodges, one of the buyers from Tackle, a few years back caught like I want to say a 12, and then like a 13 oh. or something like the next week. Ah. So yeah, they're swimming around there. It's just it's been tough um, yeah. recently. But uh, yeah, we we uh, we found a pretty nice one today out Dude, here we too. We found a nice one today. <laughs> I, I, I was you, surprised. We, we got a little that, mojo going. Our yeah. last two vlogs. We caught that big one at Sam Rayburn, probably mm-hmm. nine nine-ish pounder. And today we caught one poaching seven pounds. So that's awesome. Been been amazing. It's a great segue, uh, guys. I want to tell you, we're out here the next two days. We're filming a vlog for Tackle Warehouse, and you're going to be able to see this, guys. You have an idea when it'll when be guys... out real yeah, real, real soon. soon. I'm I'm guessing in the next few weeks. Next Once few weeks. I get home, I'm yes. going to start chopping the stuff because we're in need of vlog yeah. content we're right hurting. now. Yeah. We, yeah, and so I, in the next few weeks. Next couple of weeks. So if you're watching listening, keep your eye out in Tackle Warehouse. You're going to get to see what we're talking about tonight. But t- take me back, because I, I do want to talk a little bit about v, the Vlog series, mm-hmm. which I, I thought, I remember I was involved with one of the first ones, if not the first, the first year you guys were doing them. And I thought the concept was great, because, you know, Pete, it's a lot of, there's a lot of similarities to what we do at Bash University. Um you, you know, they're taking guys and, and actually showing these pros, these guys catching fish on the stuff in a real-life scenario. And then you're able to look at that product and go and buy it, like, right away. I, th- I thought it was real unique. Where did the whole vlog where, – where did that come up from? Like, how, how did that start with Tackle Warehouse? So, originally, the, the early, early vlogs – and if you guys go look them up, they're pretty funny. It's Corey <laughs> – talking about baits in front of like a backdrop like a warehouse backdrop or something and so uh he'd have like you know 10 15 baits that he'd talk about and then that kind of evolved to doing that on the water and jared lipner was one of our first uh sponsored anglers and he was a local guy so it was real easy to get out there to lopez lake santa margarita and and do some of that stuff for his sponsors um, and it's all about, I mean, being an online retailer, you're not, you're not seeing, you're not exchanging, you know, conversation with people face to face. So right. 
Actually, I, I believe it was Corey's idea to, to start doing these on the water, and that's something that we do as an online retailer to, to you know, give info to our customers since yeah. we aren't having that face-to-face and, you know, showing them how to use the product. And we, we don't want to just sell you stuff. We want right. to show you how to use it so that your experience is better. Yeah. So. And yeah. So, something really happens. Uh, when you see, as a consumer, when you see a fish actually bite a lure, and you see how that that process happens, it it builds confidence in you as an angler. Yeah. And you know you you, you can see it because a lot of times, like we, we buy lures and we take them out, we really don't know how to use them. But like what they're gonna see, they're gonna see a really unique technique uh, with you and the blade bait um, yes. this weekend. Because guys get they get freaked out by that bait. Right. They have no idea, but watching those fish strike yeah. it like you're going to show them, yeah. it's it's eye opening. Yeah, you know? I I love it. I can tell you, me, because I'm I'm a I'm a t- tackle warehouse junkie. Like I don't even want to. I don't. You guys probably know. I don't even want to say it, but there's no telling how much money I spend on tackle warehouse. <laughs> I I'm a junkie. I love it, and uh, I watch it. You know what I mean? We were talking on the boat today. You guys did a piece with Justin Lucas, I think last year. Uh, yep. Dude, I was in. I was enthralled. Watching these fish blow up on this little buzz bait. It was this little Mullix uh, uh, SS Mini, mm-hmm. eighth ounce buzz bait. Dude, I couldn't stop watching it. But there's something to be said about seeing a product actually being used mm-hmm. in real life scenarios, right? And that's what I like. I mean, you know, 90% of the time you guys are filming, it's mm-hmm. real life scenarios. Uh, it, what, what we did today was a real life. Dude, I can tell you, Pete, we, we fished the most unfriendly fishing conditions today <laughs> you'll ever see. And I love that. I love that people are going to get to see that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not, dude, we're not fishing a farm pond. There's nothing staged. Nothing's, mm-hmm. This is us killing ourselves for eight hours today, and you're going you're gonna to see the result of that, man. Yeah, it paid off. Yeah. yeah, luckily we had some good gear, kept us warm, and yes. kept the cameras rolling, and never gave up. Never give yeah. up. <laughs> never kept give going. up. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see the blade bait in a different light because like you were saying earlier it's you think cold water deep um but we we got something different for you guys you guys gotta check it out yeah, I don't give too much, that. But. we don't want to give too much away right now yeah. uh keep your eye out for this vlog you're going to see a blade bait used in a way that you don't normally see it and and pete it's we we've talked about the last two days it's sort of a northeast would you call that a northeast phenomenon or what, what? What? What are your thoughts about shallow water blade phenomenon. bait fishing? I honestly think phenomenon. I don't think it's a shallow water phenomenon. I I think the way that we fish it on that body of water right is is unique. Uh, I've caught them shallow in a lot of different places, smallmouth in particular, and you know they'll bite it shallow, but uh, in long casts, right. that sort of thing, it can. It's really versatile bait. You guys don't give it credit for, except for Eric the intern. Knows. Eric the intern is a blade but, uh, bait master. <laughs> Binsky. Binsky. Yes. And uh, the um, but the way that you fish it around structure, flipping uh, it, go around it. cover, it's crazy. On that body of water, I I've tried that everywhere. I've never seen it anywhere but there. How about that? It's amazing. Phenomena. Phenomena. Let me remind everybody. Uh, chime in. Hit us up on the IM. Hit us up on our social feeds. We're gonna open up the phone lines a little later in the show. We're giving away tons of stuff. Dave Brodzik, what do you got coming through for us? All right. We got we, – I'm putting together at least five or six good hook stories. Going to get back to that. I'm about two minutes away from having that done. But, uh, I can't wait. 
So uh, Jason, Jason Blankenship uh, said Pete's first tournament was on the Mayflower. Hey, everybody was well fed. <laughs> blank, blank, uh, let me just tell you right now. Blankenship, send your information in. You just want something. Any jokes about Pete, you automatically yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or screen names. Miracle hey. of Pete says... <laughs> <laughs> Miracle of Pete says, I want a square bill in Ike's suit pattern. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, and this is from Jagoff. Daniel, show us where Pete's touched you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I, I, don't, I, wow. I don't know if I missed a reference I, earlier or I, not. I think it's important to note that the Pete, shipping Pete department, the shipping department for all these gifts is under my control. <laughs> <laughs> Be advised on future questions. That's right. That's right. No, Pete touched. Touched my heart. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. <laughs> oh, no, no, and and I want, just want to say before we get too far into it, I appreciate the welcome, and we feel the same way. Um, all our, oh, actually, most of most of the anglers that we meet, especially our uh, sponsored anglers through Tackle Warehouse, you guys are awesome. Like especially you guys, Becky, and you guys are, I mean, family. And even though we've only yes. I mean, hung out a handful of times. Like, you guys, Dave brought us beers. We yes! come Soft off it. the water. Dave. Belly's Rudolph. full. Like, you guys are great hosts, and we appreciate that. And we always look forward to working with you guys. I was here four years ago, like I was saying, and kind of saw this whole thing. And I feel like Tackle Warehouse is similar to what you guys have here as yeah. far as, like, family, friends. Like, you guys do this together, but you also enjoy you know fishing together yes. and just hanging out you know seeing each uh, seeing each other's kids grow up like yeah. that that whole thing that's the mindset of tackle warehouse people think you know it's a big you know operation and stuff but if if you would have seen it this pretty much looks like the buyer's office at tackle <laughs> warehouse. wow and uh hopefully we can show some of the characters soon because I, ha- I have some ideas um about getting some of those guys in front of camera, just just to show a little bit more behind That's the cool. scenes of I think Tackle it's a Warehouse. So. That's a very good idea. Yeah. yeah. So do, do you have, appreciate it? It's really cool. Thank you. Do you have a cutout of Bill Taylor in your office? <laughs> We're not that lucky. <laughs> we have we a love Pete Klusik cutout. <laughs> we love you, Bill. Uh, Pete Klusik, bitches. That's what you need. You need a cutout that you touch a button and it says that. And that could go viral, Girl, Pete. Like I know. Like it should be like one of those Hallmark cards. You know? It should. It should. <laughs> Push the yeah, um, yeah, imagine Pete's face like on a carp, just Pete Gluzek, bitches. You know what I mean? When you touch it. <laughs> <laughs> like a Billy Big Mouth bass. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd buy that. That's for sure. Uh, guys, I want to I wanna jump into, um, I think, here's the unique thing. And I know you've probably heard this before, but everybody I know, and and I'm I, and I usually throw Kevin Van Dam under the bus, but I'm not going to do it tonight. <laughs> Everybody I know, I don't care if they're sponsored by Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's. I don't care if they're fishing, uh, you know, semi-pro regionally, uh, you know, just a dude that club fishes, a dude that just likes to weekend fish. Dude, everybody shops tackle warehouse. It 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 is synonymous with with bass fishing. Mm-hmm. It's it's become that way. Why is that? And then, uh, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna corner you on that. One. Why is that? And then after you answer that, Daniel, let's get into the backstory of how Tackle Warehouse started. Okay. I want to talk about that. But why why is Tackle Warehouse? When people think bass fishing, 
and they need something, and they need something quick, right? You know, oh my God, uh, they're 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 biting a pointer 168. I gotta get it. And it's in this. They go to tackle warehouse. It's just it just happens. Why has that happened? Why why is that so natural? Well, I think the uh, the main thing is the. I mean, it's probably a little cliche, but the, you know, run by fishermen for fishermen right. kind of thing. Yeah. Started by a fisherman, and uh, we know how it is. You know, when you're yeah. on that, when you need that thing right away, you need yeah. that bait. They're biting it. Yeah. You know, we need to. We know you need to get that. You know, some of you fishermen need to get the next day. Yeah. And the. Uh, it, it, it's so it's so important because I, I I can tell you we've uh you know we've crank called uh, Bass Pro Shops so many times over the years they've blocked our number they really <laughs> have Brian let, can we try Bass Pro Shops later in the show. Okay, let's try them. I can't hear you, but <laughs> yeah, so, we, sooner or later they gotta forgive. Right? Sooner or later, we maybe we'll be unblocked. But yeah. we we've crank called them kind of as this funny thing because we call them, we start naming these weird lures, and it's this like little old lady that lives at like like in Missouri, <laughs> right? You know, and it's 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 10 p.m. Eastern time. It's this little old lady in Missouri, and she's she has no idea what I'm talking about when I need a rappel of DT14 and Rasta. <laughs> she's like beside herself but dude when you call tackle warehouse like i i literally do when i'm on the water in a tournament and and if becky gets back in the studio we're going to corner her on this a lot of times i'm practicing i literally don't have time and i'll text becky i'll be like beck i need this 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 you know mm-hmm. i'll just text her dude she literally calls yeah calls. She, mm-hmm. she calls and they know her but they know they're like is this becky like that's how much <laughs> know her by voice they know her by voice but 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 it it's right and it's quick and you don't get that a lot with and, and again I don't want to throw anybody under the bus but you don't get that a lot with the other online retailers. I, I would agree and and, and simplicity, right. like it, it, being able to get what you want. I, I, they figured it out before anybody figured it out yeah. online. You know you go there you you see what's in the inventory. And you know gonna, what I mean? We're going to talk about that. So we're going to talk about the, that. How they figured out like when you're shopping for a particular bait, whatever it is, you have all the colors there. And like other places, like you, you click on one color, it takes you off the screen to the card or something. You got to come back to pick the other color. Confusing. Tackle Warehouse lets you pick. All right, I want two of this, two of this, two of this, two of this. Boom, add to cart. Yeah. Right. So uh, everything you want is just so simplistic. Yes. So fast and easy, and you, you know, the search tools work really well. So I, I think, I think that's a big part of it. Is they've made it really easy for anglers to find what they want and they carry. Uh, the the stuff that we need and but I got to tell you I was frustrated on Tackle Warehouse uh, today huh? because I, I'm wanting to get into this uh, glide bait yeah deal glide bait. Yeah. right and I'm Ryan where's my glide bait two hundred fifty dollars yeah and I'm like I, so I just I didn't look at the price I'm just going around I want five D's three D's three you put them in your cart what you put I, your, I filled up my oh. cart is like three thousand dollars. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lordy, lordy. <laughs> but, uh, well, the good news is the storm swim bait that's coming. I don't know if it's if we have it yet at, at TW, but Brian the carpenter has two of two of my three in the world that two of I have. Brian has them. So Brian, I want those glide baits back. You might see them tonight. I might see them. Dave, did you have something? Because I, I do want to. What do you got, Dave? So what what we have for in the his, first time in the history of our show. First off, the IM board's blowing up. I'm behind big Blow time. It up. 
But people are, are committing some theft by deception, Mike. Uh-oh. I'm getting guys forwarding their name that I know we didn't laugh at their stuff. And I'm <laughs> angry. I was like, now, hold on. Hey, it's worth a try. Hey, no. I got, they win. They win. They win. We're trying. They I made got, us laugh. I, I, got two, I got two that I know were frauds, but did we laugh at anything Joey V said? <laughs> I don't remember that. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first dude before the show even started. Oh, all right, all right, all right. This all right. is his third uh, Ike Live Christmas special in a row, and let everyone know on the IM board. Not to get too excited because the show's probably going to be start twenty minutes late. Okay, <laughs> all right. That was, all right, right Joey right. V, you do. Win. No, I got Joey V win. written down. I just yeah, he there's wins. some other frauds though coming through. I know we didn't laugh at their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's good. Uh, Dan, tell me about the story because we were we were out. We had a little board meeting yeah, the other day, yeah, yeah. and we ha- we decided to do the board meeting on Lake X. Such Pete. a good idea. It was a great idea, and. Uh, it was fun, dude. It was classic wintertime fishing in South Jersey. We hooked up nonstop with finesse stuff, perch, crappie, pickerel. It was a really fun place to have a little board meeting. We were strategizing our next two vlog days, but nice. You you told me the story, and and I I was it, it was pretty amazing because it sort of to me it, it was a story that brought brought it full circle, right? Because yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. sees tackle warehouse now and they think. Especially young, the younger generation, they say it, and, and it's sort of always been there, right? It's always been the marquee place to get tackle online, but it wasn't. It wasn't always that way, right? Tell, give, give us the story. Tell us the story of how Tackle Warehouse started. Yeah, so I can, I can give my recollection of my personal story about about Tackle Warehouse, but um, I actually was hoping to call Corey. Because mm-hmm. he's been there since day one. Oh, we'll get Corey like, on the phone. Like be, even before they went online. Uh, yeah, we got his number. But as far as my experience, um, I grew up trout fishing uh, with my dad backpacking in the Sierras. Um, you know, hiking ten miles deep, and he was a big fly fisherman. Uh, when I was young, I'd you know spinner, rooster tails, all that stuff, Panther Martins. And there's this little uh, wilderness outfitter shop in. Uh, the village of Arroyo Grande. It's like this down one, single street downtown um, AG. And I used to go in there with my dad, and I'd check out the fly box and, you know, poke around. at. They had the backpacking stuff, um, camping stuff, and then they had a little a little wall in the back where they'd stock some bass stuff for yeah. the local lakes. Yep. You know? And uh, so... Used to do that, and then we'd we'd go backpacking. You know, he'd he'd go there and get his stuff, and then I uh, kind of fell off. Like when I when I started going uh, to school for video and stuff, I wouldn't go backpacking with them as much. And and just recently, this last year, my dad gave me a fly combo that he purchased from that little that little fly shop. And turns out that little fly shop, that little wilderness outfitter shop was tackle warehouse in the beginning wow so i was able to catch some fish on my combo and this was literally like a a tiny little little hole in the wall yeah and um and so yeah i after college i moved back home and the sports warehouse family I'm, i'm not sure if the viewers know how um it's structured but Tennis warehouse, tennis warehouse, skate warehouse, running warehouse, yeah. ice, ice warehouse. hockey. Yeah. yeah. So there's a family of companies, and it's all um, held together by Sports Warehouse, which is like a 
pretty much an on uh, online inventory management. They also the buyers um, put their product orders through there. So it's it pretty much organizes the whole business in this this proprietary uh, software that we use. And that's how you can see, you know, what baits we have in stock. And we're, I mean, we don't like back orders. We yeah, want live inventory. To see what we have. And so, um, yeah, I moved back home after college, uh, graduated with a commercial film degree, and was probably going to have to move to a big city. But the sports warehouse family, I found that and was able to stay. And I hadn't even paid much attention to bass fishing like i said i started out yeah. trout fishing and stuff and so i uh, started going out on the water you know met Corey, met all those guys through tackle and started filming through uh you know on the water vlogs locally and then started traveling a little bit and i was yeah. like oh man these guys are having fun i mean it's a grind and i appreciate that too like yeah and uh so started you know, seeing you guys have way too much fun. So, <laughs> hey, Corey, can you can you hook me up with some of this gear? Like, and then we get discount. So, started yeah. buying stuff, and it's yeah. just downhill from there. All yeah. the so now, uh, every I, trip, I, I couldn't even imagine. Every trip we go, we're trying to book like a day or two afterwards yep. to try and stay and fish. But yeah, I mean, it's like Mike was saying, it's. It was started by fishermen. It's ran by fishermen. Even the customer service people that Becky talks to. Oh, dude, they're they're you can knowledgeable. Tell. They're like, fish heads. Yeah, oh, yeah. They they're are. fish heads. Everyone, yeah. like even the warehouse guys, like shout out to them. They're busting their ass right yeah. now with all the holidays. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. I cast. They're like kids in candy stores, man. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, I we love have fun. It. So I don't know if we have Corey on the line. He could probably tell you about the early days, like even you know, their pre Daniel. Yeah, pre-me. I've been there. Yeah, we want to we want to track now. we want to track Corey down, I, Fry. I can do that, but I'm going to do it on Skype, so I don't have the chance to do it off the air. So okay, I'm ready? I'm going to hit on Skype right now. Okay. Yeah, hit him up. It's it's a <clears throat> Skype phone call. Skype phone call. Okay, gotcha. Um, while we're down up, I got two funny ones. Jared, okay. Jared A. Mike wants to know if you're in a ska band now. <laughs> yeah, Sam in a ska band. Ska. And Eric J said, "Hey, Pete, he just uh, got through his first two weeks of Bass U. He's enjoying the hell out of it. Been learning a lot. He's very thankful. Mm. Thank you. All right. That's Enjoy. Awesome. A lot more to come. When you have finished Corey went back to sleep. <laughs> uh, Snorry. That's all right. Snorry. Uh, Snorry. Let me remind everybody watching. Please, you got a question or comment? Anything about the show tonight, you've got a question for Tackle Warehouse, guys, hit us up on the IM. Also, you can hit us up on our social feeds, at Lake Live Show, and we're going to be opening up phone lines a little bit later. Pete, what do you got? I got something interesting, because uh, Don Sky, we, he came back into uh, uh, my circle. I, I heard I that. I see him on Facebook now, yeah, and we're really? talking. Yeah. And no kidding. Don Skalewski. Yeah. Yep. He's yeah. fishing. I, I, well, I, I got a get to know him a little bit. I don't know where he's living now because we've just been briefly communicating. He was in South Carolina. Right. Yeah. But he's in a bass club again. Wow. And he's fishing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's talking about some, I don't know if you remember, big action and I got into on 95 where the truck and the boat was doing a 360 mm, down the highway. Yeah. That was with Don. And uh, we had so much uh, over the years. But talking about the V-Logs, Don was before his time. He was before you his rem- time. You remember uh, he had with VHS um cassettes yeah. i don't know if you guys remember I don't that know what that is yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely has never seen those but he had the he had vh uh, tapes and he would he made spinner baits and jigs he custom made them 
and um, his whole family was involved in it. And then at the end of each video, he would have a breakdown of the lure, its size, the weight, and all that stuff so that you could uh, more easily purchase it. Of course, it didn't have, you know, you couldn't click anything. Yeah. You know, but uh, but he was so far ahead of Dude, his time. Was, Nobody he, was doing it back then. That, that was thirty years ago. He was really far ahead of his time on 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 fishing, mm-hmm. education, retail, the whole thing. He had it really down. He was just too early. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everything he was doing was just too early. But I remember he had uh, uh, he was in the books. He had a book about the Delaware River, and and I remember like a lot of his theories. Mm-hmm. I like put into practice and um, Brian the Carpenter. Yeah, Sk- yeah. Skolinski also had his own spinner baits, and he the Hydra in- parachute front. He, he infused a tail into the skirt fifteen years before NMLC oh, yeah. thought of yep. it. The skirt itself was a tail. Yeah, and, and he used living rubber, which yeah. was very, very innovative at and the time. And the no. Well, he had, like he had tinsel, tinsel, yeah. tinsel yeah. strands in there yeah. for reflection. Yeah, and then he he would have a a red. Um, yep. Red underbelly on a spinnerbait, which required a lot of effort. It did. I, his whole family worked on it. His, yeah, his wife would do a lot of. She was really that. artistic. Yeah, and she could tie those things and 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 you know make them so real. Yeah. But it was an innovative spinnerbait. I still but, have a few yeah, of them, I, but they're, I, they're I, running out. Yeah, Dave. What the young people watching the show don't understand is we would buy every year. They would have a New Jersey Lake and Guidebook. And he was the guy who, on every other page, it would be his picture, and he would give you the breakdown of how to fish that lake. That's right. Like, there was no Twitter. There was no Google. Like, that's how we got paper. our information, It was you know? paper. Back yeah. then, it was paper trail. Pick roller being yeah. taken on live I shiner. Mean, I mean, Pete, you asked these guys about VHS tapes. Dude, when VHS tapes around, their moms were trying to get front row at a Soundgarden concert, dude. They weren't trying to... <laughs> Soundgarden Beach Boys. Beach Boys. I do want to tell a Don Sky story, if I can. And this is Please. I've never told this story before. Brian Carpenter, if you want to chime in or Dave, you might remember this. This is really important. Right. So Don had a shop back then. He had a little mom and pop shop. Uh it was over on the Black Horse Pike in Williamstown. Remember the name of it? Uh, what was it? Uh, it's Angler's something. Angler's right? Paradise? Angler's Angler was It might it? have been. That might be right. I can't even remember, but I think that's it. So Don Sky had a shop, and then he would also do um, sports shows. And at the time, there was a sports show in New Jersey at the old Garden State Racetrack. Oh, yeah. Okay? So Mm -hmm. eventually, that same show is the one that moved to Timonium that we'd go down to. Yeah. The big big bash show down there. But at the time, it was in Jersey at the old Garden State Racetrack. And I can remember being like 14 or 15. And it was really Brian at at the at the time when we were starting to get into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like watching the videos, get the Bassmaster magazine. I was starting to get. You could start to feel the energy, right? And I'm walking around the show with Don, and I I there was this booth, and me nah, and Uncle, I, me and Uncle Don stopped by this booth. I think and I was it, with you. No, you might have been with me. Uncle Don might have took took us both. So we're walking around. We're just in awe of all this stuff because back then there was no tackle warehouse. Dude, you had to go to a show to see this new stuff. Mm-hmm. Nah, and Mike, we were able to call Bass Pro Shops. And there was give, a Bass and, Pro and, Shops catalog. Yeah, and you, had, and you so. had to give the numbers. You had, <laughs> you had to, give, to give, give the numbers. You had to give, like, these, itemize it. Yeah, there were these 13-digit oh, yeah. SKU numbers we right. had to give, yeah, so dude. But to actually yeah. see something, you went to a show. Yeah. And, dude, we're walking around. and I, You might have been there, Brian. We're walking around like, oh, my God. Oh, look at this. Look at this. And we go by Don Sky's booth. And he had this giveaway. Wow. Fill this out to get a newsletter in the mail. He's ahead of his time, right? 
We'll send you a newsletter. Fill this out. You could win this tackle box. So we all stopped by. We all filled. I filled one out. You filled one out. I don't out. know why. I Uncle Don filled one out. out. And you get a ticket. <laughs> and, you know, you go on your way and I whatever. And, like, I remember, like, a week later, dude, I got this thing in the mail. You won. <laughs> nice. Come down to Angler's Paradise and collect your prize. Dude, it was a hip roof old tackle box. <laughs> hip roof. You'd open the thing up. It'd have all these drawers oh, that yeah. would come out of nowhere. Yeah. There's like 50, like, where the fuck did the drawers come from? <laughs> the box is only this big. And it was filled? It was filled with shit, dude, with Don Sky spinnerbaits, dances, eel, chow hound, all these amazing, like, dude, and it, it honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, Pete, it may have changed my life. That wow. very moment, it changed my life because I had nothing. I had hardly any bass tackle. And now I have all this stuff. And, and it really hooked me. It really hooked me. That moment hooked me in the sport. So, so thank you, Don Sky. Wow. Thank you, Don Sky, for doing that. Uh, it was a big moment for me, man. And, and all these years later, I'm still a freaking tackle junkie. <laughs> I think that started it. You know what I mean? All you know, these years yeah. later, I'm a yeah. tackle junkie. And it can't be underscored. He was like our guy in South Jersey, right? Like as younger people, there was nobody else to really read about no. from New Jersey. He was our guy mm-hmm. at the yeah. time. In-store seminars. We'd go pack yeah. those seminars yeah. on whenever you would give them, and you just couldn't get enough information. He was, mm. was the only source in town. So. I think he was a drywall finisher, too. God, I can't even be a part of the no, show. 110 no. IMs were backed up on. I gotta go. Wow. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you yeah, better he, catch he hey, drywall did, on the side. Did you did you uh, get my text, main... BTC? Yeah, I, I have Corey's number. He just ain't answering. Okay. I got what? it from his buddies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, text, text him. him and tell him to pick his game up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while we're waiting for Corey to wake up, uh, Mike, I kind of put you on the spot. I I would like to know, and I don't know this. I'd like to know your story. Give me okay. a, give me a little bit of your story. Tell me how you ended up. In this crazy world that we're in right now. So Hi, I'm Mike. It came about. I came about as kind of an evolution of the vlog series. Daniel had been doing them for a really long time, holding them down, and uh, they got to the point where they wanted to try something a little more, you know, take it to the next level. Right. And I was part of that. We started doing two boat shoots where I was on a second boat, kind of shooting from another angle, getting that view we didn't have. And then from there, it just kind of evolved, and I started taking on, you know, shoots that he couldn't go on. Sometimes he's busy shooting. You know, tennis warehouse or out in Japan, shooting other stuff. So, yeah. you know, there's a need for other other shooters. So I kind of took that on and uh, grew to love it. So I, I just started, you know, got really into bass fishing the past couple of years. Yeah. Going out with Daniel. We were out at a Havasu, caught my first largemouth. And that, you know, you're just talking about when Dude. you got hooked. That was about when I got hooked. Yeah. It happens and, uh, easy. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, me and him have been going out. You know, Santa Margarita, like you mentioned, there's some hogs out there. Yeah. Try and get out there and but, so frog back, it up. Your background isn't necessarily fishing then. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all video. I mean, I used to fish a lot when I was, not a lot, but a little when I was a little kid, you know, with my grandpa. Uh, they had a lake house out at Lake Nascimento in California, you know, fishing for bluegill, carp, yeah. little, you know, catfish. Yeah. Just throwing some bread on the line. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that was fun. And then, uh, yeah, it just came kind of... Full circle, like like Daniel. Yeah, you know, we, we have no fell choice. out of it in the middle middle years, and then hooked back up. Yeah, but it yeah. happens easy. It can yeah. happen easy, just like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. But it's been fun, and uh, I mean, between all the different warehouses, tackle is definitely up there as far as you know, 
the fun funness of the shoots and how hard you got to work. It's, it's both, you know. They're so super what, hard and they're super fun. What are some of the other shoots like? Because you guys uh, give give us a rundown. People watching, listening right now, mm-hmm. give us a rundown of all the other entities out there. Well, we we the mentioned time. some of them. What are, what are they? Give give us some oh, of the other. Oh man, got so, tennis warehouse. Yeah, we do a I do a lot uh, for tennis and it's a lot of commercial work like. I mean, this is—it's the opposite of what we do on the lake. We're we're in a studio. We have control of the lighting. Highly scripted. Right. Yeah, we do multiple takes. By the way, I don't know if you knew this. Pete's a big tennis player back in his Rutgers days. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, but he, he also I was big tennis. Pete player. also we, subscribes to uh, Kabasi Warehouse. That's true. He does. <laughs> Pete's Kabasi Warehouse. And I order from Tennis Warehouse and Kabasi Warehouse today. Uh, <laughs> I, I also yeah. Really? <laughs> Did you order from Tennis Warehouse today? Um, I, n- I, not today. Sure. Oh, okay. I mean, generally speaking, I do order from tennis. All the <laughs> I was, I was, I was, stuff too. No, yeah, but a lot of that stuff is really scripted. You know, we tell them exactly what to do, which is practically impossible with fishing. We can't go out there and be like, all right, action, hook it. Yeah. You know, so we, you know, highly scripted. What we got running, running warehouse. Yeah. You do a lot of the running stuff. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of main that stuff. So we, we fly out and shoot people running around tracks or whatever they specialize in, you know, right. selling the new shoes. Trail running. Trail running, yeah. Yeah, Mike's actually traveled quite a bit for that. We'll go meet up with, uh, say, like Hoka, or I'm going to Japan to shoot with ASICs in January. Yeah, up and to Canada to shoot with Arcteryx. Yep, yep. So it's all... But they're they're not necessarily vlogs, though, right? So no. it's the other stuff. It's more promotional. Yeah. yeah we're, they're launching a, pro- a specific product, right. specific shoe or a line of shoes. Yeah. We go and shoot that. Now, you do hockey stuff, too. Brian Carpenter? But I don't you know like hockey? This. Brian's cool. a big hockey fan. Who's your team? Used to play professionally Flyers. for Tansboro okay. Deck Hockey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're on the wrong coast, buddy. Yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty funny. I was telling you a little bit about it yesterday. We deal with all these sports, and we just being around um, the most most of the time, tackle's a little different in tennis, too. We get to interact with the professionals, but usually it's it's with we're filming with the people who are product designers, so we right. go, we they have a new shoe or a new hockey stick or skate or whatever, and we go meet up with them a few months before the release. And they designed it from floor up, yeah. basically, like right. from scratch. Yeah. So, and all these technologies, I mean, they name them. The names of them are just ridiculous now. You're like, what does that mean? Like, So we go film with them, and they explain all the stuff that's put into the shoe, why it it's gonna help you perform better, bigger, yeah. stronger, faster. And so when that shoe releases, we have content to kind of um, explain everything. Or hockey stick, or right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> hockey, running, riding warehouse, riding warehouse. That's a big. We've one been now. working with horses recently. <laughs> You're kidding me! I I'm swear. actually, I'm actually wow. going out on my uh, my next trip here is in January. I'm going out to the Wisa. Trade show. It's the iCast of horses. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. our first time. We, we kind of actually got Risa. the idea from iCast. We, you know, it does. We do so well out there with our yeah. videos that we're like, why not try it with another trade show? Wow. So we're we're gonna give it a shot and see how it goes. So tune in if you're into, you know, riding. There you go. Wow, how about that, Pete? Mike's yeah. that's surprising. When we head back, Mike's gonna get completely outfitted, oh, yeah. Wranglers boots. <laughs> that's right. He'll uh, be filming with a nice cowboy hat. Everything. Hat. Everything. <laughs> By gallon hat. Yeah. You'll be a changed man. Leather chaps. Pete had to take it to the chaps. <laughs> had to take it to the chaps. Uh, Dave, I know you got to catch up back there. What do we got going on back on IM? <clears throat> All right, so <clears throat> Nikki, eleven eighteen says you look like Ferris Bueller. 
Um, That's a solid compliment, man. I, I do. Hey, for, for oh. hockey guys, who does he look like? Who? If you guys are hockey fans. Who? That's Don Who? Cherry. Come on. Don Cherry? Me? Yeah. Well, that fell flat. I don't know who Don Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's the problem. That's, we that we know problem. all about the product. We don't know any anything about. The, like, yeah, we could uh, we could name exactly what skates those guys are wearing on the ice, but we have no idea who it is. Chad Ma- from Canada knows. <laughs> Mike, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm a few minutes. I'm, I'm trying to put together the uh, fish hook story. There's a lot, and I'm just trying to get through the good ones so we can okay. so we can get a you winner about or the two. Hook, people that have been hooked. Yeah, hook. Yeah, just hooking and hitting okay. and all that stuff. I, I have a question. I jumped on Facebook real quick to look at the, all the comments that we're not going to read. Yeah. So guys on Facebook, <laughs> we're not reading them. Come over to IkeLife.com. <laughs> but, but, but Terry Woods' uh, comment did catch my eye. I bought a hat from you, and it showed up crushed. Lame ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Terry, do you think we shipped the fucking thing? <laughs> Come on, dude. Terry. <laughs> that's UPS, right? Yeah. UPS. Yeah. Blame it Talk on UPS. Talk to your delivery man about that one. Grow up, Terry. <laughs> when I worked at UPS, we said I should like crushed hats. <laughs> we said UPS stood for us people stupid. His phone's not working. Call that one. Oh, you, Daniel, you said you. This is your last shoot. You're going home. Yeah. Well, you guys been on the not road. Long, though. You guys been on the road forever. Who have you been shooting with? Uh, the last month. Uh, uh, we've gone, or I've gone from, I think the first one was Lake Paris. Lake Paris, yeah, we were down there for uh, a couple days. Brent. Yeah. Is that Texas? No, it's Southern Cali. California. Southern yeah. California. Yeah, okay. it's a, a reservoir. Uh, we were fishing deep. I think that those vlogs, actually, that vlog went up yesterday, Monday. Ben Ayler. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tackle Warehouse. If one you, of our Tackle Warehouse sponsored anglers. Yep. And we... Had another post frontal day on the water, so typical. We, yeah, in the in the lake had <laughs> the just curse. typical the I'm, curse. I'm heading to it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, frontal. Yeah, Situation. drop shot, Ned rig, some cool new uh, rods from Daiwa. Yeah, some uh, Tatula rods. A little ice jigging. Yeah, ice jig. Um, so from there, I went to Montreal. Yep. The Montreal, yeah, hey? with ice for ice hockey, uh, CCM. Hockey, oh, bright CCM, old school. They got some some nice skates and sticks coming out. So yeah. we met with the product designers there, did a day at their headquarters, got to check out all that stuff, and then did a day on the ice where we got B-roll, you know, action shots of sticks flexing, shots, skates, all that stuff on ice to kind of lay over. That's cool. What the product managers were talking about. And then from there, I had like two days rest and then went to Clear Lake. I don't know if you guys know about Clear Lake. No. It is, I mean, you guys know the bass swimming there. Oh, they swim there. You've been out there. Actually, Clear Lake's the I don't know if you want to talk about it right now, but that was the first time we shot together, I believe. It is. It is. It's it's, it's honest to goodness, the first vlog ever shot. It's the first time we worked together. Mm Mm-hmm. Was on Clear Lake, and we did a uh, joint vlog with Jared Littner and I on Clear Lake, and we 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 had a good vlog session. We, we both we, Jared and I both caught him. We caught him different ways. We caught yeah. him finesse fishing a, a a little backslide, Berkeley backslide, no longer available. We were punching and frogging, but a really big one, giant one. I caught on film, five five and a half pounder, came on a mullocks. 
Super Nato. Yes, I think I have one in here. Oh, look I, at this! This could I, be the next we're gonna, prize. We're gonna give. We're gonna give a couple of these away. Oh, Brian the Carpenter! Look at this. Yeah, look at this thing. Here it goes. It was at the time. I mean, I was still new to bass fishing at the time, but this was this was funky when you pulled funky. this out. Hybrid but it was, bait. But when you saw it in the water, you're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crankbait with frog it's, hooks. It's badass. Yeah. yeah. Soft, soft body with the frog hook, and you caught, yeah, like you said, five, five and a half pounder. First fish that we've ever captured together. Yeah. First shoot. Giant, dude. That was wow. in 2013. Wow. Yeah. Make me feel I, old. I gotta fish that lake. I've not been to oh, Clear Lake. Oh, Clear Lake's amazing. We've got to uh, get out there. That was vlog 243. Wow. If you guys want to go check it out. Vlog 243, if you want to go back in time yeah. and watch that. that. Yeah, that? it was it was uh, post spawn hot. It was like over 100 degrees. This was like when the performance wear started just yeah. started too. So we had some of that to help keep us cool. But yeah, that was I was oh, like, shoot. and then that was the first time you went Ike on camera, and oh, I was yeah. like, okay, I need to stagger this guy's levels because <laughs> he is redlining. <laughs> My audio right now. <laughs> Brian's so. dealing with that right now. As yeah. speak. You know, well, I'll take day. that any day because the energy that you have when you catch a fish, it gives it like I'm like laughing because I'm so pumped. I'm like, this is so dude, sick. I, we had some good ones today. Oh, dude, we had some good. I I remember that one like it was yesterday, but the one today, and and, and that and, was my first one. Yeah, and I, I and I don't again, I don't want to give too much away, but Pete, when I showed up to that boat ramp and I looked down in the water. And that water was chocolate milk color. It looked like Yoohoo. I was just deflated, you know, because I know 38, 39 degree water when it's chocolate milk mm-hmm. is impossible. Most difficult. Most difficult. We caught one, and dude, I got pumped up, and I was mm-hmm. excited. But then we caught a giant, and dude, I honestly, I think, I, I, I think I, I kind of, after I freaked out, I looked around, and people were looking. Like people had, had it was come dead out of the, quiet people had come too. out of their houses to see what was going on. Right. But it, it was a combination of you know a fish of a lifetime. I don't catch that many big fish every year, right? So that was a fish of a lifetime. But it was when you catch one when it when it's it's sort of like impossible to catch one. That's it. It, it just Ad came suit. out yeah. on pumped. camera. It came too. out. I was pumped, dude. I yeah, was pumped. I we're, was. We were pumped to to be there to capture that. It was awesome. It was special for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't expect that happening, and I don't know. We got good luck it, together. Or we do, we do. We got another day tomorrow, so let's not jinx it. Let's knock on stuff. Are, are you? Uh, where, what are you going to do tomorrow? Are you changing plans? We or? are, we are. So I, again, I don't want to give too much away, but I, I'll give a little bit away. Um, we've got two vlogs. One's in the can today, shot on the Upper Chesapeake Bay. A lot of blade bait fish. A lot of technique you're going to see, never seen before. Check that out. Tomorrow, here's the interesting thing. We're going to the headwaters of one of the big feeders of the Chesapeake Bay, the upper Susquehanna River. Oh, wow. Pete. But we're going to be dealing with a lot of the same stuff. We're going north of Harrisburg, PA. We're going to be in the Susquehanna River, but the river's high. The river's dirty. It's flowing. So it's not the it's not the Susquehanna that's easy, mm-hmm. right? It's not a hundred fish day. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge, so I'm excited about it. I wonder what the what if you were 38 
in down on the upper bay. It's got to be, gotta be in the mid to low 30s. It's got to be. There. We were talking about that today. It's got to be 34, 35, 36. Hmm. It's got to be warm enough to not freeze, but it's it's right well, there. R- running water can You're be colder. Right. You're you know? right. It can be. So uh, yeah. Do what? What's your strategy for that? Well, I mean, I, I, I can tell you I think there's going to be a lot of finesse fishing in play tomorrow or baits that have a lot of vibration. They're, they're, you know, they're going to be my, my two angles, you know. Um, umbrella rig. Could be an umbrella rig. In the cold water. You think so? I think so. Oh, could be. All right. Tip pack, from Pete. Pack one. Tip from Pete. Uh, Dave Brodzik, I saw you raise your hand. What do you got going back there? <clears throat> yeah, so we do have some good questions. Uh, let me get the name of the guy. Anyway, I'll get his name so I can. Joey V, who's earning his uh, earning his treat tonight, he wants to know that in this in the way the market's going, the way the industry's going, a lot of people are going away from pro anglers and gearing their sponsorship dollars toward YouTubers. He said, with exception to you guys and some t- and the tactical bassing guys, what keeps you in the pro market rather than going with the more visible YouTube uh, market? This guy's saying. Good question, Daniel. You want to take that? That's for you. So what? The question was a lot of a lot of companies um, are they're supporting they're they're moving away from supporting professional touring anglers oh, yeah. and they're supporting YouTube anglers. Mm-hmm. Have have you guys thought about that or what keeps you guys supporting pro anglers versus YouTube guys? Well, I think it goes back to like what we are. I mean, we we look out for the guys that are fishing tournament. I mean, we I mean. I don't want to narrow ourselves to that, but we are a shop that take care of the tournament guys. Fish I mean, yeah. the guys that need that yeah. overnight Fish shipping, yeah. like all the guys that buy for us are tournament guys. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how long like the YouTube thing will last. Cause I mean, 10 years ago, YouTube, YouTube wasn't even right. a deal. So, I mean, we just, we just, have built the relationships that we have and we're sticking with it because they've treated us right. We have a good relationship. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's a few YouTuber YouTubers that we've done a little bit with. Yeah. But I mean, Corey can probably, he, he takes care of most of, he manages like our pro staff and stuff. So that'd probably be a better question for him. I don't know if we were able to get him on the line. I think it's kind Whenever of, you're ready. I think we're looking okay. for. Uh, I think it's kind of an evolution too, in the in the same way because I'm we're working with other warehouses who are actually starting like running warehouse. Yeah. As an example, we're starting to work with a couple YouTubers like doing video collabs. I just shot something last week where we just shot a bunch of footage and sent it to another another person without even editing anything, which is rare, very very rare for us. So we just we kind of took our hands off and. Right. We expect you know they got their following and they're gonna do their thing and it's kind of a way of getting in there. And not, it's not so in your face, like it's right. kind of, and it's joining in the community. You know, YouTube is kind of a community in itself. Yeah. And even there's niche inside that. You know, there's like the running community within YouTube, and there's the fishing community within YouTube. You know, the the Guggen Bates guys are a good example of that. Right. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's probably a possibility. I mean, we're not high enough in the food chain to make that decision. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's such a strong selling point nowadays that I, yeah. I don't think it's. Yeah, my 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 thing. My thing, and I've said this before, Pete, is I, I'm not I I don't ever bash those guys because I think you know reaching people, you know whether it's through pro fishing or TV or YouTube, whatever it is, reaching people, getting people interested in the sport of fishing, that's a good thing. 
So I, I, I don't I don't knock any I don't knock any of that. Well, they, they they you know there's a lot of YouTube generation out there that has accomplished exactly that. Absolutely. I mean they're yeah. they are they are hitting people and they're yeah. getting views. I, I love it. I think it's great. You know, and a really yeah. different crowd. Yeah. yeah, it does. My yeah. my son's nine years old and and he watches he never watches TV. Yeah. It's always YouTube. And How about that? Whatever. I mean, he's either playing a video game or he's watching YouTube when he's right. When he's dialed I mean, in. What's TV? What's TV? Yeah, what's you know, TV? Sometimes we can get him to sit for a movie. Yeah. But but mainly it's YouTube, and it's a variety that. of things that, that he watches. So I think that's, you know, what's happening today with the kids, yeah. and a lot of people are doing that exact thing. Yeah. They're trying to hook them early and then mm. kind of make them get into the, the tournament fishing eventually. These guys, these kids are so young, they're not even right. probably able to a lot of the times. Yeah. Yeah. It's important mm. to get people involved in fishing. doesn't yeah. matter if it's tournament fishing. Uh, what do you got? What do you got back there? I see you guys conversing. We have Corey on, on. Dave, you got something? What do you got? Corey? <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim, but, uh, Brian, Brian was, le- was, Brian was lecturing me about my microphone control. That's all that you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you want me to call Corey? Yeah, yeah. let's call Corey up. Let's, I wanna, speaking I speaking Corey, of we'll YouTubers, yeah, uh, you know, we've got to give a shout-out to uh, <laughs> to Pete Gluzek <laughs> for having the number one Bash University YouTube video of 2018. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was that on? Uh, I was on the Bash University channel. Okay. It's Fred Rombanis and I fishing down at Angler's Inn. Shout out to Angler's Inn. Oh, man. I'm currently out of. Please leave a name, number, and a brief message. (laughs) Did you call the other one? Oh, I did. Okay. Angler's Inn. (laughs) Were you guys. Did you guys film down there? Yeah. We went down there, yeah, for the first time this year, and it was a last minute deal. We went down there, Corey and I, uh, with Mustad, and actually it was more of like a fun fishing trip. We filmed with Brandon Lester and uh, James Hall and a couple other guys, and that place is. I want to go there for every vacation. <laughs> no, the treatment at about the Angler's Inn. Oh, I mean, man. Yeah. I mean, the coffee's brought to your room. Oh, dude, everything. Breakfast is out there waiting uh, for the, you. The cocktails, the, yep. the siestas, siesta. Uh, the prostitutes, if you're into it, <laughs> I mean, whatever you want, it's right there for you. Watch you out know? for the cartel, though. Yeah, watch out for the cartel. <laughs> hey, Mike. Yes. Union Hog 147 said Mike is starring in a new porn flick that Eric is shooting called Beauty and the Binsky. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one, E. Let's shoot that, man. I'm all in. Always wanted to be in porno. Okay, trying again. Here we go. Come on. Let's go. Hey, what's up, buddy? There he is. Corey! Corey! What's going on? Wow, we actually got him. How are you? Doing good. Sorry about all the hassle. We kind of live out in the sticks a bit. So we actually do not have cell service out here. So when the Wi-Fi is acting up, uh, we have problems sometimes. That's okay. Well, just to let everyone know, we called 30 other numbers before we reach you on this one. So you have more (laughs) numbers than anyone I know. It's like a drug dealer. (laughs) Corey, uh, Corey, first thing I want to say is we uh, definitely missed you on the water today, man. Wish wish you were there with us. You were there, and we were thinking about you all day. Likewise, I miss. I love doing the shoots in general, especially with you guys. It's always a good time. Uh, I, I want to jump right into it. Uh, we had a lot of questions come in, a lot of people watching and listening tonight that know Tackle Warehouse as the place to go to get tackle, especially when you need it in a hurry. Give us uh, Daniel gave us a great backstory on his experience with Tackle Warehouse and how it started, but I want to hear it from you, Corey. Um, get, give us a little bit. How 
what was the beginning of it? How did it become what it is today? So Tackle officially became the I guess, entity in 2002, around, uh, I believe it was November. And it was Rich Lilinga, who worked for Tennis Warehouse at the time, um, you know, was really into bass fishing. That's what he went to school for is kind of his thing. And he saw this niche that, you know, others weren't really doing a good job online of presenting product and images and what you actually were buying. And so he proposed to the owners at the time of starting uh, Tackle Warehouse. And uh, right away, they were on board. So they, uh, you know, pretty quickly got the, the ball rolling and him and a friend kind of put stuff together and uh, started Tackle Warehouse. And by 2002, like I said, they formed the company. And 2003, uh, we went online. Uh, they formed, like Daniel mentioned, uh, they hooked up with a local shop here in Aurora Grande um, and then kind of went from there and just, you know, as I said, went online in 2003. And now we're moving into our sixth location uh, since we started in 03. So it's been uh, pretty quick. I mean, it seems like it's, it's just yesterday, but it's actually been 15 years. It's hard to believe. Wow, that's that's crazy. Uh, we we mentioned it a little. I, w- I want you to get more into it um, as much as you can because there may be some propri- proprietary stuff there. I'm not sure. But you guys do an amazing job of inventory, of uh, uh, product presentation online. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? How, how are you guys doing such a good job and everybody else kind of sucks at it? Uh Speak, I can't speak how bad others suck, but for ourselves, I guess, um, you know, a lot of that comes down to the software we're using and also um, the warehouse itself, just the guys working in the warehouse and, and making everything go uh, warehouse and then the online department. But uh, the software we used was actually created by one of the owners of all the warehouse companies. He created the software uh, to not just manage inventory in the warehouse, but also manage the website. So that kind of allows us to have a lot of control, I guess, over things and, and change things quickly, fix things quickly. Um, and I think that kind of gave us a little bit of a heads up. But also, you know, we like he mentioned, we come from, we're all fishermen first. And like Pete was mentioning, um, you go on most websites, you see a little, co- back in the day, especially before we were around, you see a little color swatch of a color and you can't tell exactly what it was yeah. or how to order it. So that's where Rich really saw that niche was to kind of get it more so you can know exactly what you're buying, yeah. know when, if it's in stock, and uh, when you can get it. And we try our best to, you know, say when it's in stock and when it's due in, but sometimes due to manufacturer, you know, getting stuff to us, we don't always have product uh, right on time. But really that software that he started kind of enabled us to kind of get a little edge on others, but also Rich's vision of, you know, what – a website should be and was lacking in the fishing market. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I, I want to hear your story on how Vlog started because we we talked a little bit about it earlier tonight, and there was some mention that the tackle warehouse Vlogs might have been started by you, Corey. Is that true? That that is true. Basically, when we started uh, doing the vlogs or Vlogs as you call them, vlogs, it really was what we have now as what's new at TW. It was. When we got new product in, I would go out in the warehouse, stand in front of the camera, and kind of just essentially do the what's new at TW. Uh, always with the vision of getting and doing some on-the-water stuff. Yeah. It just it just took us a while to get to that point. And then uh, we first, our first on-the-water vlog, I was just checking when you guys were talking, 
was in fall of 09 with Jared Lintner uh, in the surprise, vlog surprise. 43 of Margarita Lake. <laughs> Ooh. 2009, Pete. Wow. 2009, That's 10 yeah. years so, ago. And, and, yeah. and we didn't do a, a, a ton, but we did, you know, we did, I don't know, three or four shoots a year of on-the-water stuff and kind of started the vlogs that way and kind of just evolved to what they are today and still evolved to, you know, everything else. And then now with the What's New kind of a more video, I guess, we're doing and, and hopefully more, more in the future. Wow. Well, we, yeah, and we're coming to the end of 2018. I know you've probably done a lot of shooting. How many, um, how many other, uh, guys did you smash in the temple with a topwater bait this year? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I was waiting for that. I, I didn't think you guys would leave the show with that, but, uh, yeah. thinking about it, there's been one other person. <laughs> wow. You, I'm not you, were, you were my first, though, Pete. You were my first. And, and, you'll always remember. Pop the cherry. Pop yeah. the cherry on Pete's skull. Yeah. But uh, from, from my recollection, it was what you guys said was pretty correct. But what I recall was when I went to make the cast, I guess that I was coming out of my shoes to, to bomb it out there. I remember looking at Pete, making sure you were out of the way. And I looked back at Daniel, making sure I'm not going to nail him in the head. And right as I'm rearing back, you kind of were spinning the boat around and just, <laughs> I just... I nailed you. And you dropped so, hard. I was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Oh. So, so, and, uh, so it was it, my it, fault. Yeah, you were spinning the boat around. That's what you get for spinning no. the boat around, Pete. I knew it. No. I'm just trying to make excuses. I, I take the blame. Right? I, I feel like an ass doing it. But, and, and Daniel said, Daniel said, ten minutes after it was two casts after I asked you, have you ever hit before? And no wow. shit, two casts later, nailed. Oof, like, I wish we knew what I knew we were throwing that w- that day. So we could give a couple away tonight. Yeah. I think what, what, I think it was a top water by Lucky Craft. It was the small. Um, no, it was it was a popper style bait. It was I think it was a popper. I believe I uh, could be wrong. I can't remember. You that. probably have the photo because yeah. I remember you taking yeah, a photo I, of it. Oh, it's in my long, phone. Yeah, it's deep deep yeah. in my phone. Well, when I get off the back. phone here, well, yeah. I can send you from my phone, but I can't. Phone's not working. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Maybe to find. we hey, could recreate that next. You time. you were very helpful. That here's a. Little tip, Bass University tip: When you get whacked and hooked like that, the you want to get that hook out as soon as you can because you're numb from where right. you got hooked. You got your adrenaline flowing, and if you wait, what happens? All that goes away, and everything hurts. <laughs> it so hurts yank so it out quick. <laughs> I'm telling you, as soon as it gets in there, get it out. He Corey did a great job. He got he's back the split rings out, yeah. and then uh, I I held the hook here and grabbed the line and I pulled oh, it out. Oh, so it did go through the barb. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it, oh, it yeah. went through. Yeah, one of the treble hooks got, bur- wow. got buried pretty deep up there. How about well, that? Who was your other victim? The other victim was actually another employee of, of the Sports Warehouse family. It was Brad. And I do Brad! him uh, for this one because <laughs> he, he, he took me out. Brad actually uh, had a, heads our programming department and we were out fishing on his boat. He just invited me out and uh, I picked up one of his punching rods right away to go throw a punch and I he punched it with more of kind of a, a longer flip and he didn't tell me or he didn't realize that there was a backlash about four feet down in the cast so right when I swung that thing out there it just kind of swung around and a two ounce weight nailed him in the back of the head oh! and uh, <laughs> oh, he was not too happy yeah, I, I I didn't tell him at the time and he I took the blame for that one at that time as well because he didn't want to hear otherwise. I mean, he wasn't feeling too good. Well, you know, 
I mean, as anglers, that happens. But you guys are in harm's way filming and producing. I, I can't believe. Has the camera ever gotten hit and thrown into the lake? Or? I've gotten hit a couple times. Never any hooks in me. Thank goodness. Taken out by a good mountain bike once or twice. Yeah. You shouldn't Ooh. have you shouldn't have said that, Daniel. Oh, there is Corey, Corey already set the precedent. <laughs> that's once right. once that's said I'm knocking though. You I'm guys are... <laughs> I'm knocking on shit. I, I usually keep an eye out and I'm pretty cautious. Uh Dave Brodzik, what do we got? I, I'm surprised through? it hasn't happened before. Dave, what do we got? We got something for Corey coming in? What do we got? No, nothing for Corey. We, no. uh, <laughs> so uh, Mike Moyer wants to know how come Brian Stockwell never went pro. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, uh, I know better. Fool's gold. And uh, Nick, Nick from Kentucky wants to know any news on the breakdown travel rod. When's it coming out? Oh, uh, 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 I, yes, Nick. Uh, good, good call on that one. The Abu Garcia Ike series travel rod debuting at ICAST. 2019 and and Corey, i'm sure you'll be by the booth as well right to cover that we will be there for sure yes two piece three piece it's a three piece rod it'll come in uh here's the interesting thing about this rod three piece rod with two separate tips and on the tip it's it's actually labeled the specs of the rod so we give you it's a seven foot seven foot spinning rod with a medium light and a medium Third tip. On the baitcaster, it's a seven-foot baitcaster with a medium and medium-heavy tip. So it gives you the ability to change on the fly. Like it's, per- it's perfect if you're a mobile guy. you know, if you're fishing, fishing from the bank. Fishing yeah. from the bank, fishing from the city, yeah. uh, traveling in a plane. Yep. It's going to be a great, great combo. It's an interesting idea. Very interesting. Uh, Corey, I want to put you on the spot right now. Um, Tackle Warehouse has always been an innovator from... Ordering tackle to uh, product descriptions to to vlogs. What's next? Give give us give us uh, a lot of our listeners and viewers right now. What's next? What's Tackle Warehouse going to do next? Because you're always innovating. Well, we can't give too much away. We're always working uh, on something, but um, I guess the next thing we are kind of working on, and it really have been working on planning on doing for years is really just expanding what we're doing in the video department. Um, just doing more how-to on the water, kind of just more of the basics of bass. We call you know, like bass fishing 101, just tips on knot tying and stuff like that. Just yeah. to get, reach out some of the younger anglers, some of the newer anglers. And it, to be honest, like I said, something we have wanted to do since day one. Um, other things we've also been planning on doing early on, but it's just kind of, we've been growing just so fast for so long now, we just, we're just trying to keep up. So a lot of things we have in the works just haven't come to fruition because we just were trying to keep up with what we're doing. I mean, just even, even right now that the warehouse is fine now, just breathing a little bit of uh, relief and the, the customer service department because we go from Black Friday to 25 days of savings and it's just, everyone's just swamped. So, you know, nothing, a few things we're working on um, that we can't say too much about, but uh, there's also, like I said, the video department stuff, you know, we're working on. Um, there's some other stuff coming down the road we can't really get into, but, uh, um, we, we've always have tried to be innovative and try to look to, you know, what's next instead of trying to copy what everybody else is doing or doing what, you know, company X is doing. We try to kind of set the bar a little bit and try to, I feel if you're 
if you're always trying to do what the next guy's doing, you're, you know, you're already too far behind. You should be setting the pace and always trying to move, move the bar instead of trying to catch up all the time. I love it. Now, Brian, uh, Brian DeCar- at Corey, as you were talking, Brian DeCarpenter had a picture up. Is that the guy from the Goonies? Corey, we have a picture <laughs> of you up here. That, it looks very different. Wow. I, I, I'm just not looking at that. That is, uh, I don't know if I should be offended or. or, or like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of when I. Corey! The, wrong, the wrong Corey, unfortunately. <laughs> Actually, when we were traveling uh, one time, some lady was. Corey, uh, do you remember oh, yeah. when she was trying to take a picture of you because she thought you were Zach Galifianakis? Yes! <laughs> right! Yeah. Yeah. Dude! Yes. Brian, Brian DeCarpenter, that's the picture you need to pull up. The Bjorn. Uh, do, yeah, the baby Bjorn. Uh, Alan from The Hangover. Yeah, that- Alan from The Hangover. That's pretty oh close. Oh, my God, that is it. Pretty close, Corey. It's pretty close. That's awesome. Yes. It, it was twi- twice on that one trip. It was at the Dallas airport, another airport. I don't know what <laughs> that's I was on that day, but people were like... Corey! There you go! <laughs> I'm on a little delay here, but <laughs> wow, hey, Corey, it's a picture of you with Carlos from the movie, <laughs> Baby Carlos. Oh yeah, sweet oh, yeah, baby, baby Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> sweet, sweet baby Carlos. They're still in contact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked you guys his Christmas present yesterday, so it's in the mail. <laughs> All right, uh, Corey, we're going to um, – one of the pranks we're going to do in the second segment of the show tonight is we're going to make a crank call to Bass Pro Shops. Is there anything that you want us to ask them while we have them on the phone? Is there any item number or color skew that you want us to ask for in particular? Maybe just ask them for a particular product like a Tackle Rouse exclusive. Like you have a Tackle oh. Rouse. Yeah. And ask them why not. I don't know. Something. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm writing that down. Why don't we get to see the uh, the Tackle Warehouse, Warehouse Pro Tour? Oh. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. I can't put it. That, that's, that, I can't say it's not a possibility, but uh, that's probably a long ways out where we can pull that one off. We'll see. No, it would be great to happen. I, I'd love to do it, but just... Uh, Maybe uh, I guess it's above my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were talking about getting all our sponsored anglers down to El Salto, maybe, or doing something oh. like that to do a little derby. Yay! Yeah. I'm all for this. Yeah, that includes the uh, Ike Live crew, by the way. Yes, it does. Uh, of course. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, that that's one we wanted to do is kind of the you know what quote unquote writers conference in reverse, where you know Company X invites you know media guys and pros out to do yeah. stuff you want to have a tackle where else you know media conference and just have all the pros Ooh. come out one location and just i like it feel like mad for a week Ooh, nice i'm all in especially <laughs> on a place like that where you can bomb them i know it you know what i mean i mean you catch them all day long yeah you know it's fun it's i don't know how it puts it out like it does it's amazing. All those lakes down there, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, the, it's the tilapia, and the tilapia just keep coming and coming. Tilapia? There's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was 
You killed. Uh, <laughs> you killed it, dude. That's quite a laugh. That's quite a laugh. <laughs> the sound effects here, Corey, are bar none. <laughs> the very best in the whole industry. Yeah. If if uh, if any of the viewers have any suggestions for content that they would like to see too, hit us up. Let How us can know. They reach you? There you go. That's a good one. And 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 listen. Right now, if you're watching or listening and you want to see something or hear something, hit us up on the IM. Not we'll give Facebook. you a prize for giving a good good uh, comment. Yeah, and if Think, you're on Facebook, come over to the website. That's right. All right, let's take come a on over. All right, uh, Corey, thank you for joining us tonight. Great insight on Tackle Warehouse. We love you. We miss you. Wish you were here. Hope everything's good. We're thinking about you every day. Hold on, let's get your picture up. There it what? goes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Likewise, glad to be on. Uh, sorry about all the problems with the, the phone issues. Like I said, we live out here and out behind the lake, and we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So sounds terrible. Uh, no problem. No problem. Corey, have a ha- happy holiday and tell Tara we said hi. Thank you. You guys too. Have a good one. Okay. Happy holidays, everybody. buddy. Corey, everybody. Yes. Woo! Yes. That's our Spielberg right there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Mad scientist. Uh, Beck, we're gonna take a break right now. Is that cool with you? All right, listen to me. If you're watching right now, if you're watching, if you're enthralled and you're listening, uh, hang in there with us because this is going to get good, Pete. When we come back, this is the this is, we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to go to the Christmas holiday portion of the show, and we're going to be doing three separate things. We're going to be giving away great prizes. We're going to be giving up the the we're going to be opening up the caller line, but we also have couple special little games in store tonight, Pete. Games. Got a couple couple (laughs) games in store tonight. We also got a piece of poetry tonight aligned with the Christmas holiday. Uh, Uh, How could he ever top the original? Right. Well, you're going to hear a little Christmas poetry tonight. And last but not least, we're going to be giving away some Pollyannas to all the crew here tonight in studio. So hang in there with us. When we come back, more of the Ike Live Christmas special. Come on, let's go. The soap you shower with, it's You probably haven't even questioned what bar of soap you lather up with. Let's face it, most guys don't. They're still using whatever bar their mommy bought for her little man. Is that what you want? To smell like mama's little man? Ugh. But now you can upgrade your shower game with Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. I'm talking about natural, nourishing, cold-pressed, hand-cut soap for men. Men who use their hands. Men who build things. Men who open the pickle jar on the first try. Men who catch foul balls without spilling their beer. You won't just smell good either. Your skin will be healthier and more nourished. Dare I say, soft. Oh, men aren't supposed to have soft skin? Yeah, well, men weren't supposed to cry during movies. And then they made the movie Rudy. You want to smell like the forest? Boom, pine tar, we've got you. You want to smell like the sea? Boom, nautical sage, we've got you. You want to smell like you just got off a boat in the Caribbean? Boom, bay rum, we've got you. And with six more cents, we've got you covered no matter what kind of man you are. Now you're wondering why have I been doing it wrong for so long? During the First World War, big soap started taking out all the natural ingredients to make production cheaper and faster. They replaced all the natural stuff with chemicals. Chemicals like sodium lauryl sulfate, parabens, 
and dioxin. Chemicals linked to depression, liver damage, cancer, and low sperm count. And worst of all, dry skin. Oh, your poor balls. All dry, empty, and sad. But there's good news. We make our soaps with natural ingredients from the earth. Ingredients like oils, plants, goat's milk, Greek yogurt, oatmeal, shea butter, and citrus. No. Turn your shower game up to 11. With the smooth lather of gold moss or the exfoliating woodsy bliss that is pine tar. Get ready to step out of the shower feeling alive. Still not sure? Here's a couple reviews from real customers. Joseph S. says, This is the perfect bar of soap. It's like it was handcrafted in the Northwest Forest by beautiful tiny elves. Oh, tiny elves isn't enough for you? Well, here's another review from Michael A. It makes you feel like you just stepped out of a mountain stream and Squatch was there to hand you the towel. Time for you to get the right tool for the job, because you're worth it, my friend. We ship it right to your door. And with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, if it's not the best bar of soap you've ever used, it's on us. Tens of thousands of men already subscribe, which means that every month, fresh new bars of Squatch show up at their door. Click the link for Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. Real soap for real men. Or don't. And continue to be Mommy's Little Helper. That's a wrap. All right. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Nice. Did he click it yet? Did he click the link? He hasn't clicked the link? I would have when I heard about the dry, sad balls. Oof. Man, what's this guy doing?